0: Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime Podcast. I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen. And I'm David.
0: And today it is time for the dreaded middle part of the season-ending three-parter.
2: Oh, always the squishy part. The the
1: creamy center that crumbles. Yes. Uh, That is mostly just people beating each other up. Yes. That's my favorite part of eating a candy bar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i so was thinking
2: about oreos and how horrible they taste but
0: you're more of a oh. hu- more of a hydrox man
2: no i don't like it's i don't like the cream stuff in the middle and i don't like the dark cookie that tastes like chalk just
1: dark cookie
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like either part of the oreo
2: no i white. Or where it's the vanilla ones are sometimes okay if I'm forced to eat something and I'm hungry. But I, I'd rather just like have a, um, a Milano
0: cookie. Anyway, I'm pretty sure that means you're not a real American.
1: On my no. last foray to Charlottesville, I picked up a box of pumpkin spice JoJo's. What the hell's a JoJo? I,
0: don't know. I have no idea what a Jojo is.
2: Are they bizarre?
1: Jojo's are the are the fancy Trader Joe's Oreos.
0: Okay. JoJo's.
1: They are so oh. good. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: should have just called them Ori Joes Nope. No, they no, they actually well, shouldn't
1: have. Well that's too close. No. Yeah. That's All right. uh they're they're very good. Yes.
2: Anyway, previously on Transformers Prime Yes
1: Flashback.
0: So the uh turns out Unicron is the Earth. He is awake due to this planetary alignment. Hey, uh, a
1: bunch of, hey guys, I'm awake. A bunch of
0: <laughs> bunch of natural disasters are ultimate dooming all over the planet.
1: Yep, as they do. <laughs> and do.
0: Megatron got seriously friend zoned by Unicron. <laughs>
1: it's kinda sad, honestly. You,
2: yeah, when you get friend zoned by a dark god, that does suck. I mean,
1: I I gotta say I do <laughs> respect that he responded to it by going well screw you i'm going to help the other guys defeat you then
2: you jerk well, that that happens in the middle of this episode but yeah, yeah i'm, I'm getting i'm getting back with my ex yeah <laughs> it's like it's weird how ma uh unicron is almost treated like a lovecraftian dark space god in this but it doesn't really come off that way like he's all powerful and indifferent.
1: I think it's because he has so many lines that aren't like thulu Yeah,
2: he he talks too much, which is the pro- I think it's like um, was it Jack Vance who wrote Mythos stories where he had the gods talk a lot? I think it was yeah. Jack. Yeah, that well, sounds
1: boring.
0: Well, and also, I think it's you know it, it's 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 a show about robots that shoot people, and the 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 enemy has to be a guy you can shoot.
2: Well, yeah, it, it's not a problem that that he's things you can blow up it's that he's too talkative and not cosmic-y enough he's
1: he's okay he's this is not... a, this is a
2: horrible gag he's too down to earth
1: <laughs> i was going to say he's insufficiently inscrutable but yes yeah. yours works better by which i mean that's terrible you should be ashamed
0: <laughs> of course I me mean, unicorn has always
1: been pretty chatty yeah i mean yeah, yeah it pleases me to be the first well
2: it was more menacing when he was a planet who could eat things and he would he was more of a taunter this this one's sort of just he doesn't take shit and just keeps throwing his rock lord grunts at prime speaking of which fighting goes here yay um
0: describes half the episode so prime is fighting a bunch of Unicrons. Um, the Autobots radio in, they say, hey, can we help out? And Prime's all, no, Unicron cannot be defeated by force alone. So I'm just going to fight them <laughs> with force alone.
1: I'm just going to it's... go talk to him. Is it rare moment? Like,
2: Prime's not speechifying, he's, he's just being dumb, kinda? Like...
0: Well, I mean, he does, I guess he doesn't want everybody else to get murdered by Unicron because Unicron can track him by virtue of him being a Prime, but he can't find everybody else. I...
1: Also, Unicron yes, will destroy you're, space.
2: Yes, your fleas on top of the bad guy. It, like, it doesn't matter where you go, you're going to get sprayed at some point.
1: I will never get tired of Unicron will destroy space. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but of course, uh, the Autobots show up anyway. Uh, they There's a big fight of rock Unicrons.
1: Look, RC is very excited <laughs> to go dropkick a god. Yep. I mean that's like probably on her bucket list.
0: Absolutely. Hmm. See, so yeah, they they fight him but they eventually to,
2: they fight enough, they they eventually oh there's a bigger Unicron.
0: Oh we, we we got to the end of the level, it's time for it's time to fight the boss.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah, we can I play mean, Shadow basically. of the
2: Unicorn Colossus.
0: Oh, I was gonna <laughs> make a Shadow of the Colossus joke myself.
1: Good job.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised but you yes, knew about I'm,
0: that game. I I know of it. Okay. So yes, I'm, I'm huge. <laughs> and, uh, amusingly, even though he's obviously not the size of a planet, uh, he is, it's not that far off from that scene in the movie where he's fighting the Dinobots, as far as scale goes. Yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's about that kind of scale. It's like, um, actually, how big would he be? Cause he was like, I guess Godzilla scale, but Godzilla scale is variable.
1: Yeah. About
2: hundreds of feet tall.
0: Especially when you consider the Autobots themselves are quite large.
2: Yeah. yeah, they're like, well, Prime's like thirty feet tall or so. Yeah, and he was like at least ten to twenty, probably more like twenty times the size. Yeah, so that's well, hmm, oh, that's six hundred, uh, five hundred feet or so. Yeah, anyway, that but is, nobody,
0: nobody does actually fight. Like, nobody actually kicks Unicron's actual butt here.
2: Aw, sadly,
1: they don't have any Dinobots around.
0: But he does get decapitated uh, by Megatron. <gasps> dun, yeah.
1: dun, dun. Here comes guess, Megatron. Yeah. Yeah, that's Here right. It's Megatron. Megatron. I'm, Here uh, comes it's time Megatron. to team up. <sighs> Which like- is very vengeful about getting turned down for, you know, being your cult leader. <laughs> A Megatron
2: teaming up with a Prime it happens before, but I think this is the first time it's happened because Megatron has summoned something he could not put down.
0: Well, I don't think he summoned it. I think it was going to happen with the alignment anyway. Well, yeah, probably.
2: But metaphorically, anyway.
0: But uh, I-, I like how straightforward Megatron is here. He's all, listen, Unicron's going to destroy the Earth, and I want to conquer the Earth. So we have to fight him so I can conquer the Earth. Once this is done, I'm going to go back to killing all you.
1: <laughs> I mean, this seems fair.
2: You gotta respect his honesty.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's very straightforward about it. He's not trying to deceive them.
0: And Ratchet is very much against this. Yeah, he's <laughs> yes. like, no. He's back at the base just shouting through the comms. Yeah, no, he's bad. just
1: eavesdropping on them just to be like, no! <laughs> it's a terrible idea what's wrong with all of you.
0: So, yeah, Megatron's plan is so we are going to go into the center of the Earth, and because I have this bloody Unicron in me, I've got my spider senses. Tell me where Unicron is. So I'll lead you to him. Sure, okay.
1: that's how things work. I mean, he's everywhere. I mean, I guess you, they, they need to find where he's strongest.
0: Anyway, anyway, he'll lead Prime to him, and then Prime can unleash the power of the Matrix, because the Matrix defeats Unicron.
1: Yes, Look, as we, as we, we all know, the Matrix TF-TN. defeats Unicron for reasons.
0: And I think, I think this is the first time we've actually mentioned that Prime has the Matrix in this? Um yes.
1: I mean, it, I mean, it does have to be clarified to the characters that he, like, has the Matrix, because Jack's like, well, we don't really have time to go off on another treasure hunt. Yeah. And they're like, no, he's, he has the Matrix. It's, it's in him. He's gonna rip open his chest. And pull this glowing thing out. And that's going to totally be fine. Yeah, no bad. Uh, nothing bad is going to come of this.
0: Yeah, Stan Bush is going to play, and that's how it works. You got
1: yeah. the touch. Um, this, this, this is
2: a surprisingly logical plan from Megatron, suffering from madness induced by Unicron, and he was already mad to begin with. It It's weird how rational he is. Oh, and there, there's a part where Ratchet's um, among his many complaints. His complaint about trying to space send a space bridge inside of a living sentient being. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't done that before. I've sent it on a train in space. I I've mean, never hit inside a person.
1: To be fair, it's not, It's he's a planet-sized person. That's yes. a very important distinction between like a person-sized person.
0: I mean, listen. I've never had to fantastic voyage anybody before.
2: <laughs> Not in this continuity.
1: No, he wasn't in Microbots. That was Perceptor. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh. I forgot.
0: Anyway, so back at the Decepticon, uh, back on the Nemesis, um, Arachnid and Sam are having a little chat, and Arachnid is all, "Well, Megatron has been gone for like forty-eight hours. We can either file a police report, or <laughs> I declare myself the new leader of the Decepticons." <laughs>
1: pretty much yeah pretty much
2: and they're already up in high earth orbit above storm clouds it's like let's just go go see what's on the moon or mars let's go visit mars
1: now
0: yeah like I we've mean, got us there like we've got a spaceship
1: yeah there are things that are not earth so seriously the moon is an option yeah
2: later later
0: so, uh, so we're we're back at the base, and we actually have to bring <laughs> Megatron here, which is horrifying. Which <laughs> rash- well,
2: After we see scenes of Megatron fighting three giant stone Unicrons, which ends with him punching one of them in the face
1: <laughs> until punching
2: Robot Satan in the face, is-
1: head yes. just cracks open, which is pretty great.
0: Yes, and and Jack is wondering, hey, like, can't we just use the gravish to transport Unicron out of the Earth? But he's not in the core; he is the core. And if we uh, transport him out of there, have you seen the movie The Core? That would happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, well, Nobody's see. seen that movie.
2: Well, yeah, Ratchet brings up it we mess with magnetism on the Earth, and the poles would be weird,
0: it, it, like in the Core. Cause the
2: exact it would cause the exact same problems that are already
1: happening.
0: Yes, but we'd have to like send Stanley Tucci down there.
1: Yeah, and we need him for Transformer Six.
0: That's right. My God, what historical figure is he going to play this time? (laughs) I hope that he just shows up playing like Ronald Reagan in uh, Bumblebee.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Oh, that would be awesome.
0: Ah, if only. And he's just—he's not even doing like a Reagan impression. It's just Stanley Tucci in like a Reagan wig.
1: Yes, just doing a Stanley Tucci impression, <laughs> just playing himself. <sighs> Why?
0: So they, uh, you know, they, if they explain, you know, the Matrix is the combined power of the primes, which means that it is a short run toy line, but uh, you can <laughs> finally get the Terracons.
1: Yay! They're pretty neat.
0: They finally uh, got us a blot that looks like something.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I love the little
2: blob. Does he he's look a like butt?
0: <laughs> I mean, he's like he's like a cube with limbs.
2: Uh, he he folds up into an adorable little cube. Um, nobody brings up, and I think Miko should have brought up that, like when the the memory storage battery thing was shot into Bulkhead's head, why didn't they just drain it into the Matrix, which is also a storage container for
0: knowledge? Maybe it's full.
1: Yeah, or maybe but, it has, yeah. like, a different format, like, I don't know, like, is it's formatted Zip for Disc? Linux, and the other one's formatted oh. for Windows, and there's something running like iOS. Mm. Uh,
0: so, anyway, they, they they shoo the humans into, a, like, a corner, because they, they kind of don't want unicron to see them or megatron to see them
2: oh there's a thing i noticed in this episode i don't know if it was in previous episodes definitely in this episode because they're trying a lot of dramatic camera angles there's a lot of shots from foot level of giant unicron and megatron walking around being all badass and evil and a few shots of like the kids from that starts from like the feet it's like there's a lot of shots of feet in this episode well shoes and robot feet
0: This episode was directed by Quentin Tarantino.
2: (laughs) Possibly. I mean, well, we don't see any toes, but it it just struck me as odd that that I noticed it, like, on the fifth or sixth time it happened. Anyway, Megatron's coming to dinner.
0: Yep. It's kind of like cleaning up before the clean lady comes there.
1: Yeah. They're like... And in this case, it's shoo the humans
0: away. She really wants to see Megatron. really
1: wants to see Megatron. (laughs)
0: I I mean, she loves metal, and what is more metal than an evil robot king with the devil blood inside him?
1: It's, I mean, yeah. That's entirely accurate.
2: And yet, she's not the one that runs at Megatron.
0: No, that is Raph, who is super mad that he tried to kill him. Like, what are you gonna do, Raph? You gonna make him feel bad?
2: (laughs) He could squish you without even trying. Although Megatron does commend him on being resilient.
0: Yes, and and (laughs) also he's all human, so resilient. And then he also refers to the base as quaint. (laughs) Oh, yes. So this is where the magic happens. Quaint. Quaint.
2: I, my brain, I did not remember what he says in this episode, but but I was just
1: thinking, oh, the
2: first thing he's going to say is how quaint it is. And that's what he says.
1: Yes.
0: He's a, he's a real bitch in this episode, Megatron. He really is.
1: Yeah. He's been learning. He's been hanging around Starscream and Knockout too long. <laughs> and, then,
2: like, and Miko screams at him. And, and, well, it, all the kids have their moment, but like, Miko screaming with her mouth open and the camera angle, like, the inside of her mouth looks weird.
0: Yeah, it's all, it's all if you double-cross anyone. Mine is the face you'll never forget. Never! Like I don't yeah, and, know, and the on. camera
2: like her tiny teeth and her little round mouth. It, it just looks bizarre.
1: That's Aww, it. It's well, hard to
2: it's
0: explain.
1: It's a model that probably was not meant to be used at that angle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they're uh, they're about to set off, but before they do that, Optimus uh, has a little meeting with Jack and uh, hands him this uh, this key that uh, folds up. says so it's, it's the key for the the power source for the uh, the ground bridge. It's, uh, it's maybe more than that. It seems like it's, uh, significant for the, uh, the plot.
1: Yeah, it feels <laughs> like it's pretty significant. And he's like, why don't you give it to Ratchet? Yeah. He's like, you've earned the, this responsibility. Yeah. That's totally
2: that's- it. Well, cause uh, Ratchet has a Hippocratic or Hippo robotic oath and, and, he, he would not let the patient die. It's like, dude, if I need to die, let me die. Close the gate.
0: Yeah. So, so, anyway, he he's and all,
2: Megatron down there, yeah,
0: So we we get a bit of a speech here. You know, we, you know, it is Jack? I, you have matured greatly since I met you, and it is to you I entrust this key. Do not sit down with it in your pants pocket.
1: <laughs> oh shit! Is this? A- it does look really flimsy.
2: Have there been speeches in this episode? Really? Not really. This isn't up in that speech.
0: You're probably getting I mean, one next episode.
2: I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Like last episode, there there was talk about history, but that wasn't so much speechy. No, it wasn't as much dialogue it was more visual.
0: No, you it's can't. More it's not really positiony It's not really a speech yeah. unless you can imagine like uh the beginning of a Lincoln Park song,
1: <laughs> yes. tearing
0: up so that we can hit the credits.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, or in the case of the fourth one, I believe that's an Imagine Dragons song.
1: <laughs> I think so. Man, because the guy from Linkin Park killed himself. Yeah. Now I'm sad. I mean, only a little sad. I never actually liked them, but that doesn't mean I like their singer killing uh, himself. Yes.
2: I th- I think I have an album of theirs. I don't remember. I have more system of a I down mean,
1: if album. you
0: did, it's um. On- I'm I'm going to guess it's the one with the the picture of what appears to be a Gundam on the front of it.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, clearly.
0: Anyway, so they they all bridge off to see Unicron, and they end up in like this weird ass cave with all sorts of like purple stuff.
1: Yeah, like spider webby, almost sort of like catwalks. It it does look really cool. It's kind of good design. Sort of
2: inspired by the inside of. um, Bits of the inside of Unicron in Transformers the movie. Like the the sort of neurony looking connection thingies. All you know yes. is it's all gray and purple. Yes. And there's no bitey feelers yet.
0: No. So yeah, they're... they're you Although know. I
2: have a question. How does gravity work there? They're in the
1: core. It... Magic.
0: <laughs> this is the part on the commentary where Michael Bay tells Ben Affleck to shut up.
1: <laughs> yes magic
0: it's, it's it's you know because Ben Affleck famously asked on the commentary why they couldn't have, instead of you know teaching on the Armageddon commentary why they couldn't where they teach oil drillers how to be astronauts why couldn't they just taught astronauts to be oil drillers at <laughs> which point Michael Bay tells Ben Affleck to shut up
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great also, I feel like that summarizes Michael Bay's approach to movie making in general.
2: Yeah, which, you know, for, well, for most movies of his that works, but, like, I don't know.
0: Anyway, so, so Arcee's all, you know, hey, how, how long before Unicron knows, uh, knows we're here? and Megatron's all, oh, he knows, he knows. <laughs> because, indeed, I mean- as soon as they walk out of the shot, it turns out they've been walking in front of a giant ass eyeball.
2: Yeah,
1: Oh, it's the eye of Cthulhu.
0: It is. It is pretty great.
1: It's pretty
2: C'thun.
0: great. Cthulhu. Uh, I think it looks it's like Sh- Are you thinking of Shuma Gorath?
1: No, we're thinking of World
2: of Warcraft stuff. Oh, okay. yeah. Th- there's a boss that's a giant eyeball.
0: Okay, mostly
1: there. There's some knockoff old god stuff in, in World of Warcraft.
0: Well, I mean that is basically what Shuma Gorath is as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Shuma
2: Gorath also has all the tentacles. Right well, he's, he's basically he's a starfish an, uh, with an eyeball in the middle.
0: Yeah, he's an eyeball with tentacles. Yes.
2: we have gotten video games. That's still such a bizarre thing. That my, is super my, weird.
1: My impression of uh, this episode and the previous one is that this is the most dangerous rocks have been since Beast Wars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there was that episode of um, animated with the rock monsters.
1: That's fair. That oh, also yeah. was dangerous rocks. But,
0: but they were kind of minor. They, they, of they weren't just rocks. They were a rock monster. <laughs> they just didn't want to be rocks. They wanted to be us. There Ooh. goes a narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> Stop me before I Fred Schneider again.
2: Yeah, anyway. So th- this episode, there's mostly fighting, a little bit mostly more exposition. Fighting. Dangerous um, rocks. The dangerous rocks. It, it's good. Good
0: guy, bad guy team up. That's pretty it, cool.
2: Yeah, it, it it suffers the same problem that that a lot of the Beast Wars three parter middle section episodes faced. It's like it, it's just a bridge, and
1: yeah, like some eh. plot happens, but not really enough plot for an entire episode.
0: Yes,
2: and, and most of the fighting is. Not entirely meaningless, but it 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 doesn't really forward the plot. No, yeah, I agree. Well, we'll find out next episode if it was worth it. That's right. Stretch this out to three
0: episodes. So join us next time, and then that's immediately followed by another multi-parter.
1: Yay! Uh, Well, Well, going from one season to the next season beginnings
2: are better than multi-parter season endings, unless you're Beast Wars.
0: Yes. That's fair. Uh, so, yes, join us next time for One Shall Rise, Part 3. But until then, we are all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we're on Tumblr, and we're on Facebook.
1: And we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up for hosting fees and other expenses. That is at Patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. Uh and this should be dropping around the end of September. Uh so we will still be uh discussing Transformers the movie, uh, without actually watching it, which as it turns out was not the hilarious hindrance that we expected because we all pretty much all no, not all it. We, uh,
2: Pretty much all some of us remembered more things than others, like how the hell do you remember the the damn credits at the beginning, Rob, the producer
0: credits? I that still confuses the hell out of me. Listen. If there's one thing I'm gonna remember, it's Dino De Laurentiis.
1: I also remember that because that was, uh, I mean, it's like the first thing you see when you put the VHS tape in. I guess Listen. I don't.
2: I don't pay attention until plants start getting munched.
0: When ja- <laughs> when Jaws a die nobody a cry, but when Optimus Prime a die, everybody a cry. <laughs> it's a me, Dino De Laurentiis. <laughs> 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 And and my I and my brother Luigi De <laughs> uh. No,
1: no. Of
0: course, of course. I assume that his uh, his less successful films were produced by uh, the producing duo of Wario De Laurentiis and Waluigi Luigi De
2: <laughs> I don't think they have the same last name, but I'm not sure they've ever been assigned a last name.
0: Hmm. I mean, they're just two guys who just randomly look like Mario and Luigi.
1: Also, aren't they not yeah. even brothers?
0: Wait, they're not related to each other?
1: I want to say they're related, related to each but other. But,
0: like, Wario isn't related to Waluigi?
1: That's what That's I heard. Weird.
0: That is super they, dumb. they
2: at least were brothers.
0: Uh,
2: I figure it was, like, Wario, Wario, and War, uh, Walu- Waluigi Wario. But
0: That is embarrassing.
1: I don't know. Do I need Mario to look up references? For- I recommend you. No, do not. no. We just need Mario. To the episode so yeah.
2: So the first half of the Transformers the movie commentary, well, not commentary track, but the, us discussing it is for September and maybe the be- well should be the beginning of October. You maybe get the next October one because oh my God, we talked about it for over two and a half hours. Yeah, we had a lot. to I say. I am not editing all that at once.
0: <laughs> so until next time, I'm Rob.
2: I'm Jen. And I'm tired from editing. I'm Jen. Aww. Aww.